Welcome back to A Bitch and a Witch. I'm Chad. I'm Sam. Back at it again. Is this our second episode in October? Was I can't remember if last one came out. Yeah. What day was Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, this is our second episode in October. Yes. No. No. Yes. Tuesday was... Nope, you're right. Okay, I was looking at the wrong week. Crisis averted. We figured it out. <laughs> Second episode in October. Our favorite time of the year. Yes. Today we are talking about paganism. Pretty exciting topic. We are stoked to get into that. Before we do, it's going on a little bitch rant as usual. Just a funny story or a topic we want to rant about. So, bitch rant for today is another funny story. This one I found and it was a little bit ritualistic so I thought it kind of fit in with today's episode. But apparently, a city in Belgium, they found a mayor's heart under a well. And the weird thing is, they knew it was there, but they all thought it was just like a fake myth that had been kind of made up. So it's a town, I apologize, I'm probably going to pronounce this incorrectly, but uh, Verviers, spelled V-E-R-V-I-E-R-S. That's definitely not how you say it. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to say it correctly, but that's the town. Uh, they were remodeling this well. And, of course, there had been this big, like, urban legend around the fact that the previous mayor's heart was, like, buried underneath it in this whatever, like, box or whatever. Uh, so when they were actually going to renovate the fountain, this happened earlier this year, uh, they found out, yeah, it's actually true. His heart was, like, literally just put under there. <laughs> Um, super weird. I don't know a whole lot about the situation. This article was pretty short, but he apparently was just like really well liked, I guess, because he, uh, a few of the things they did mention was that he was mayor twice. Um, he was mayor from 1800 through 1808 when Belgium was under the French rule. And then he also was mayor again, uh, starting in 1830 when the, when Belgium actually became an independent country. And... Some of the things it mentions is that he started the city's first fire brigade, and he also kind of opened up politics, just kind of like letting public in to actually see council meetings and things like that. And I think that's partially why he was so beloved, I, or I don't know, I, I'm guessing at least. <laughs> that's the only thing the article mentions, so that's all we have to go off of. But strangely enough, it says he died in, let's see here, 1838, apparently mm -hmm. from falling off of a building. So I don't really know what happened there either, <laughs> but this Sounds guy's whole suspicious. life is just, yeah, the whole thing is just like real weird. Oh, I'm sorry, 1839 is when he died, but they stuck his heart in a box under the fountain in the town and then left it there and then people found it. <laughs> so apparently it is now on display, the box is on display at the Museum of Fine Arts and Ceramics. Uh, crazily enough, they're going to put it back once they finish the renovations on the fountain. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening in this town? <laughs> Pierre David, I guess, was his name. So, interesting story. I I don't know. I kind of want to, like, do more research on this and figure out what was going on. Because that's just, like, so scarce on the details. It just seems really odd that they would have decided to put his heart under the fountain. He fell off a building, and then they took out his heart and put it in a box and put it under a fountain. Right. Like, what? why? <laughs> what happened? Don't know. I don't know either, but I certainly have never heard of anything like that happening. I don't know. Like, Americans do weird shit, but I've never heard of that happening. We would never. Not 
current day definitely but i don't know who knows i don't even know if back in like our founding was because christianity is so deeply rooted in everything we do basically right so yeah even though we're supposed to be like like no re- national religion or anything it's obviously like pretty strong motivation for a lot of our laws and a lot of our ways of thinking yeah so on and so forth apparently the separation of church and state is just a part of our constitution that we ignore what they meant was separation of religions that are not uh christianity well yeah gotta read the between the lines on that one i guess certain parts of christianity since that's (laughs) sort of why they left yeah also true what are your plans when you die do you want to be buried normally like traditionally or cremated or something different i'll probably be cremated yeah and then they can just do whatever. It's much more cost effective. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily need to be just sitting in a hole in the ground that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Emily keeps finding, my wife keeps finding, like, alternative options where they, like, use you to help plant a tree or mm-hmm. different things. those. Different things like that. That's kind of cool. Ooh, yeah. there's a really cool, I wish we had gotten a chance to go, but we, when we ended up visiting that area, we didn't have a chance. But there's, like, a really crazy like monument is not quite the right word it's like a this guy just like built this thing for when his family died and they like put their ashes into like the statues and the chairs and stuff there (laughs) it's like it's pretty interesting but we really want it's near portland it's not in portland but it's kind of in that area yeah we really wanted to visit it because it sounded interesting to us at least but you can find interesting stuff, like uh, the cemetery where my grandparents are buried. They're in a sundial. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then um, there's a part of the cemetery that is just like a wooded area where you you can be put if you want to be buried in like a wooded area. Huh, okay. And then they also have like mausoleums and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But put my heart under a well. I don't think that's something I would ever come up with. I mean. Or a fountain, I guess. Yeah. That's awfully weird. (laughs) It's really strange. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I'm just going to do more research. I just can't figure out why he would want that. Or did he? Or why they wanted to do it. Yeah. Did he even want that? Or did they just like decide that after he died? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. You have to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I might update the might update our channel once I find out <laughs> if if I can find anything. Yeah. So, paganism. It's the topic of the day. Topic of the day. Another big topic we could potentially spend a lot of time talking on. I think this is I think we'll probably keep it as one episode, but potentially we'll have to see. Yeah, we don't know. But there's a lot of different things that you could talk about within that realm um my main focus was just basically debunking a lot of the misconceptions because i think it's it's just based off of ignorance and misinformation yeah so i wanted to set the record straight there and we thought this would be a good time to do this episode since halloween is based on a lot of pagan traditions oh for sure yeah yep as are most of our holidays 
Yes, which we will discuss <laughs> some of those later. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it. But first off, just to give a better idea, like, what actually is paganism or what does it mean and what does it look like? Um, so, pagan or paganism is basically like an umbrella term. It doesn't really... It doesn't it's, cover one religion specifically. Yeah, it's, it's not like you can say, I'm a pagan, the exact same way you'd say, I'm a Christian. It's more of, like, a term that's that's helping you describe a lot of religions that are, like, very similar. Well, being a Christian is kind of an umbrella term, too, because you have offshoots. I mean, that's true, but it's a little bit different. Like, different yeah. systems within paganism believe, like, completely different gods and things like that. That's true. Christians, at least, typically, are just going to be like, yeah, God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, whatever. Right. So They just basically practice it in different ways. Yeah, practice it in different ways, exactly. So, yeah, it's it's basically an umbrella term. Um, if you're looking at some of, like, the most well-known examples, uh, Wiccan or Wicca is pretty much, like, the biggest portion today of modern pagans. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also people who believe... So you can kind of call it, like, reconstructionalist is a term sometimes used by people who kind of follow older belief systems and try to follow them as accurately as they can. So things like the Nordic gods, like, you know, Thor, Odin, Loki... Mm-hmm. Uh, Freya, that type of thing. Uh, same thing with the Egyptian gods. There's people who believe that. Um, basically, any of that type, like Greek Greek gods or Roman gods, there's people who believe in that. Uh, so those are... Oh, and then Druids, or that's kind of mostly to like the Celtic area or the Celtic yeah. religion, and some of those other countries near there as well. Uh, those are some of the big ones that like I felt like people would probably recognize or know know a little bit about at least mm-hmm. um but yeah paganism basically are polytheistic religions so they believe in more than one god most of them have a pretty strong focus on natural cycles so like the the seasons uh the solstices where like you know the phases of the sun and the moon um uh, pretty strong connection to nature and what they're doing or what they're practicing um on top of that they are also all pretty much in one way or another they're all pretty much open to the idea of like magic or spirituality in a way that's like pretty pretty real in their day-to-day life right so there's a few things that tie all these belief systems together also on top of that there's kind of like witches or witchcraft that's you don't necessarily have to be a pagan to practice witchcraft Mm -hmm. but a lot of the time it's like kind of going together you know hand in hand some people practice witchcraft outside of any sort of religious belief system yeah but sometimes they are also pagan yeah if that makes any sense to anybody (laughs) i think i read this quote it was like not all pagans are witches but most witches are pagans yeah exactly there's kind of different terms people sometimes use them interchangeably it's not always the case but yeah, things that are closely related and, you know, paganism is a religious or like a belief system where they are involved with like different gods and different rituals or different practices, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's a religious belief system. So, yeah, not necessarily the case with witchcraft. It's more so a, it's like, I don't know how to word it correctly. <laughs> like a witchcraft is like a term for somebody who likes to practice magic in some form or another. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. So then it really changes from there, just, you know, the different actual belief systems that they they are going to have a lot of differences, but those are sort of like main things that they all kind of have in common. Mm -hmm. 
And as far as misconceptions, there's just so much. <laughs> We're obviously not going to cover all of those. There's just no way to, but um, I figured at least wanting, wanting to cover some of the bigger ones and hopefully get people to think about it, think about their own beliefs in a different way, uh, clear up some just really ridiculous ideas that are out there <laughs> about paganism in general. Um, so I think the biggest one that everybody is sort of like led to believe is just that paganism equals devil worship or that it's somehow related to devil worship or anything like that. So from what I could tell that just, I mean, obviously it's, I shouldn't say obviously, but it's not true at all. But I think sadly, I think it started mainly from bigger religions, most like Christianity really Mm -hmm. just kind of staking their claim, pushing some of these other belief systems out of the way. Yeah, well, I know one big thing that they used to say a lot, like, in the very early beginnings of Christianity, when other, like, Norse and other religions were still prevalent in different areas, yeah, they would call them devils or say they were possessed by right. devils, so I'm sure that ties into it a little bit. That was, yeah, I think that was definitely part of it. One thing I did find, I, I feel like it's probably part of that whole thing around that time period. They started, so a pentacle is a symbol. It's usually a star shape within a circle. Um, it's not the same as a pentagram, but it is very similar. And pentagram is something that Satanists use. Uh, actual pentagram is like, a you know, a star, a five-pointed star. It's facing down or pointing down. And, yeah, I mean, that's, okay, those are similar symbols, but that symbol has been used for centuries, like, way, way before Christianity was ever around. Mm -hmm. Um, Many different cultures used it. Even something I thought was interesting, like, even, like, Judaism has it. It's a little bit different, because it's like the Star of David, so it's a... Well, it's a six-pointed star. Yeah, but... That's, that's I think, part of the misconception. Like, pentacles don't always have five points. They can be many different shapes. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, that's kind of the one people see the most. It's, like, five stars, or five a five-pointed star. Well, that's the one that most of them use, because it represents the four traditional elements, and then, and then the element of the spirit. Yeah. So, that's that's one of the major uses of it in modern times. Um, but, yeah, the, the Solomon thing I found pretty interesting. It's called, like, the Key of Solomon, or... Uh, the Star of David, another name by, that it goes by, but it was like a ma- li- literally a magic symbol that people believed in. So it's like he, King Solomon, like had this ring. There was like this whole history behind it, this whole story of how it came to be, but it gave him power over demons and over uh, some different mystical things like that. So I just find it really interesting. And it was also used in uh, early Christian times, which I thought was super interesting as well. Mm-hmm. They said it was like the five wounds of Jesus, I guess on the cross, like his arms and legs being pierced and then his side being pierced i think is what they're referring to when he was on the cross i mean that doesn't really make sense what do you mean like when you think about the way a pentacle is shaped oh well no the shape doesn't make sense but that's supposedly something that did happen they used christians used that symbol for a while and that's not something anybody's going to tell you in modern times. No. Uh, they're just going to tell you it's a devil symbol and it's evil. <laughs> so, I don't know. Satan worship. Right, Satan worship. So, I don't know. I, th- I think that's p- 
part of that whole just kind of weird propaganda thing that happened. The pentacle is just a symbol. Like Sam said, it often represents like the five elements, Mm -hmm. the four main elements, plus the spirit element. Um, Over time, it's also represented the earth element specifically, um, just kind of generally used as like a symbol of like power or just like something when people are using like spell work, they use it as just kind of a symbol to concentrate on. Or like, a, yeah, like a symbol of protection or just to harness or focus energy. So it's been used for like many different reasons, but just because pagan religions use a symbol doesn't mean they're evil. That has nothing to do with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's also pretty ironic that just, just calling paganism like satanic because pagans don't even like pagan religions don't even recognize the devil as a real entity. No. Like you're, that doesn't make any sense. The devil is like a Christian invention. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have anything to do with any other religion. Uh, so I think that's pretty funny too. But also just the, I, I don't know, it's like that weird like Satanist scare that did happen like in the 80s or 90s or whenever whatever that happened really. Uh, the satanic panic. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think like the disinformation about paganism has been going on a lot longer than that but i think people just started equating them with with things that they're not i don't know idea like ideas of like child sacrifice or like human sacrifice and like all this type of stuff that just doesn't happen historically hasn't happened it doesn't happen now (laughs) but it did happen i mean sure but but it wasn't no different than any other religion like literally all of these religions have had sacrifice or offerings of of that nature at some point and and in a lot of them it was voluntary right you volunteered to sacrifice yourself they weren't just like kidnapping virgins and sacrificing them yeah like that's that's nonsense that's made up yeah cult weird type of stuff but well, a lot of people do think that pagan religions are deeply tied into cults, which I think has to do with the satanic panic as right. well. Right, Yeah, I would say so, because it just isn't really founded. Like, pagan paganism has been around way longer than Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you really going to call that a cult if it's belief systems of people who have been around longer than you? Well, that, and when you think about a lot of the cults that have popped up in the 20th century, a lot of them were Christian-based or they oh, were yeah. using Absolutely. Christian, Christian beliefs concepts. or concepts yeah. to exactly. start their cults. Yep. And it's sort of like this whole... We'll probably get more into it a little bit later on. But kind of the whole concept of Christians that is very unique compared to any pagan religion. Like, there is no need to convert pe- people. If you're a pagan, you don't feel that need. It, it doesn't really have to do with you. Yeah. People so, more find paganism than they convert for, exactly it. yeah and christians kind of are told that from the start like you have to convert people you <laughs> so have to save their souls you have to save their souls or else you are not a good christian so it's the same with uh judaism too uh yeah to some extent i think oh, no, some no. of those those three big religions in the world are christianity judaism and uh you know muslim or islam faith faith systems so those all all three of them Worship the same God, by the way. The, yeah, like the same, know. yeah, the same basically start or origin point. Very similar stories, very similar things that they follow. Yeah, so those are all pretty concerned with converting people. 
many, many religions are not like that. No pagan religion is like that. <laughs> so um, I think when you're talking about kind of ties to cult behavior, it's sort of that almost like a brainwashing aspect where you're already trying to convert people. So if somebody is not doing the same things as you, it's really easy just to be like, oh, they're satanic. Oh, they're of the devil. They're evil. And it's just like really... It's sad, first of all, but it's also ridiculous. <laughs> I just There's like so many double standards and like hypocrisy. So I don't know. I think that really is... There's just no reason to believe that these days. Paganism has absolutely nothing to do with devil worship. Or like evil in general. <laughs> it's just It's just a dumb thing to say. Yeah. We need to get over that. <laughs> so I guess kind of tying into that same thought process, um, I think a big misconception is just the, around the idea of magic or that it's just like, that it's crazy that pagans believe in magic or that it's like evil or out of the ordinary because really it's not. I think the really what's happening is just the way people phrase things or title things is just different, even though the actual things they're doing are very similar to one another. Um, so that's something I think I mentioned previously on the podcast. I was raised Christian. I've, I've been through many churches. I know what they believe in. I read the whole Bible <laughs> for some reason. Um, so read yeah, snippets. you've read snippets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't? We live in America. It's, it's everywhere, but just magic, like, and it's so dumb too, because it's only, it's only negative when pagans do it. Like Christians are doing the exact same things and that's fine. But if somebody is not a Christian and they're doing some of these things, it's immediately frowned upon. There's a stigma behind it. Mm-hmm. I just think that's really stupid. So I have a lot of like examples, but uh, so some of the ones I wanted to talk about specifically. So like building altars, um, that's generally pretty big in pagan religions. They, they like to build specific altars for, uh, different holidays or different gods that they they worship. Uh, I mean, that's been around for a long time. That's a concept pretty heavily used in Judaism, uh, Christianity. Obviously, if you're looking at crosses and <laughs> things like that, like uh, every church that you go to has an altar. Yeah, exactly. Like especially it's, Catholic churches. It's not new. It's been around before your Christianity, before Judaism, like. Just because it's not to the same God that you believe in, that doesn't mean it's automatically wrong or evil or anything like that. Yeah. So, altars, pretty big example. So then, honestly, a lot of what magic is, is, like, in terms of, like, paganism or modern day uh, people who believe in it, is it's, like, focusing your energy or, like, focusing your intentions, trying to get a specific result. So, some of the ways that people do that is, like, lighting candles, uh, meditating memorizing and drawing sigils or saying like a phrase or a mantra which is a spell basically mm-hmm. or even just as simple as like prayer or offerings to your god so it's like these are all things literally that christians believe in and do frequently yeah <laughs> so it's like why is it bad if a pagan is doing it it's the same it's literally the same thing so there's like pretty specific examples jesus they specifically talk about him meditating in the desert. It's like meditating so hard that he's like sweating blood and things like that. Uh, there's the time where... I mean, all, all of the major stories about Jesus are basically like 
stories about magic. Like, he's turning water into wine. He's creating food out of thin air, basically. He's doing mm-hmm. all these things. And it's like, why is that any different than a spell? <laughs> because he's the son of God, Chad. Because he's the son of God. But he told people to do the same things he was doing. Well. So why? Why? What's the problem here? <laughs> I don't get it. Don't look at me. Uh, so there's something mentioned in the Bible called casting lots, where they would like, it's basically divination. So divination is where you're using a separate item to, there's different ways of looking at it, but you're either asking your deity that you believe in to like help you with information, or you're just kind of pulling the thoughts or pulling the information out of your subconscious. So it depends again on your belief system. But that's all divination is. So casting lots is mentioned in the Bible specifically. Uh, that's that's all it is. They were like throwing, throwing stones and like reading a specific outcome out of that. Uh, if you're looking at different examples out of like paganism, you're looking at like tarot or like pendulums. Um, casting runes. Yeah, exactly. Rune stones, even mm-hmm. tea leaves, is something a lot of people believe in. Yeah. Um, so it's like. These are all the same thing. You're just calling it something slightly different. Interestingly enough, even like animal sacrifice is mentioned in the Bible. Yep. It was a thing that happened pretty frequently. So if you're going to be mad at pagans for doing that, you've got to kind of look at your own religion and where it came from. And like that stuff happened. It ha- Like I said earlier, it happened in every major religion. Mm-hmm. So you can't really fault somebody for doing that if you're also doing it. Yeah. Even the story, the big famous story in the Bible where Isaac feels like he is told to kill his son mm-hmm. or was it isaac or was that the kid i've forgotten now but i knew at one point <laughs> you are asking the wrong bitch sam, sam doesn't know but oh god at, at one point i knew but anyways yeah i am absolutely positive that i maybe possibly heard that story in catholic I mean, it's, school yeah it's it's, ago. it's definitely there i just can't remember who's who is who in the story but a dad feels like god is telling him to kill his son and then that last moment, he's like, no, kill this goat instead. Or ram or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, human sacrifice, there it is. It's in the Bible. <laughs> he thought he was supposed to do it. So, yeah, I'm not going to say that it never happened in paganism, but it's very, very uncommon. In these days, it doesn't happen at all, obviously. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that it doesn't happen at all, but it's not prevalent. I don't think it does. If it does, then it's sure it does. very, like, isolated incidents type of thing. Well, yeah, but I'm sure there's some, like, deep sect of some pagan religion <laughs> that still sacrifices animals. Animals, okay, I could, I, yeah, I'm more willing to agree with that, but humans, like, no, that's not happening. I put nothing past humanity. <laughs> I don't care what your religion is. I put nothing past you. All right, so let's talk about this then. So there's the... This was pretty recently. I can't remember what year. I think it was maybe 2018 or 2019. But this Christian decided he was a missionary. He was going to go to this native tribe who literally do not interact with the outside world. Oh, yeah. You heard about that? Yeah. So they have given plenty of warnings to people. Do this not... is an <laughs> extremely isolated island. Yeah. Where they haven't had any contact with people, they don't... Like, literally, they do not have modern technology. No, it's very primal. They do not trade with people. They do not communicate with people. So it's, like, it's pretty well-known fact. They have have made it clear they do not want to be fucked with. 
So what does this missionary do? He decides he's going to bring God's word to the end of the earth. And he got shot full of arrows. (laughs) And he's dead. (laughs) Way before he could even make it to the coast. He was still, like, out in the water. Yeah, he is super dead. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, that's more so to my other point, I guess, of where Christians feel the need to convert people. But it's like, why are you doing this? (laughs) Pagans are not out there, like, doing this kind of shit. And yet... They're the ones getting all of the blame it's for that everything. Colonization part of their brain, right? Exactly. It's it's just ridiculous. Because yeah. I mean, when you think about it, they went through, they colonized. They're like, we're taking your land, right. we're making this our culture, and we're going to convert you to what we believe. But don't worry, we're doing you a favor because we're saving your soul. And if you don't like it. We're just going to go ahead and shoot you. (laughs) We're just going to kill you. It's fine. Smallpox blankets for everybody. Yeah, exactly. That was the other thing. When that guy recently tried to, like, go to this island, it's like, you're going to give them all diseases that they've never been exposed to. Yeah, like, we have had centuries and centuries of getting used to these diseases that we're exposed to all the time. and We have vaccines for a lot of them. Vaccines if you have common sense. (laughs) It's another topic. These people don't have that. They haven't no. been exposed to the same stuff we have. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't wish death on people, generally speaking, but he for sure had it coming. And I just don't understand, like, what? why did he justify that to himself? Why did he think it was okay in the slightest to do what he did? Because some people really need to spread the word of god i'm pretty sure he had like a wife and a family like okay so now they don't have you to support them the rest of their lives that's that's cool they're usually pretty okay with dying for the cause (laughs) if we're keeping it real uh so another example you 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 might not necessarily know because you weren't as deep into the christian culture as i was but it's a very like common to say oh i'm praying for a hedge of protection over you or that that's just like a very common like prayer or intention that they they give to people mm-hmm. if something bad is happening or they're worried about something bad happening that's like straight up like a spell like coming from these pagan religions and traditions and everything like literally <laughs> it's just a protection spell yeah so it's just really so much hypocrisy i don't know magic is not a big deal it's just you're just calling it something slightly different in your own belief system. Again, just kind of another like similar note, but there is also kind of like a misconception of white magic and black magic or like a, a light witch and a dark witch. Like, and that's just, that's just not really a thing either. Magic is more so just, well, like I said, it really depends on the belief system, but in general in paganism, magic is very neutral. It's just energy or just like focus mm-hmm. and the same with people, like there isn't really such thing as an evil person. And this is something I brought up previously too. Like if any person can be good or evil, it just depends on the way they take it. Yeah. And we all do good and bad things. Like it's not one or the other. Well, it's that like yin yang thing. Right, exactly. Similar concept. Where, you know, you can't have the dark without the light. There's a little bit of light in the darkness and a little bit of darkness in the light. Right. So there's, like, I don't know, just this, I don't know, like, picture of, like, evil witches dancing and, like, casting all these evil spells at people, and that, that just doesn't happen. Kidnapping your children and eating <laughs> them. Yeah. Like, that. that's just a made-up image, because 
people decided not to like pagans. That's all it is. It does it just doesn't make sense. It's not a thing. Well, I'm sure a lot of these, a lot of the negative imagery yeah. was specifically created to keep people from wanting to live these kind of lifestyles. That's true. It just comes back down to the propaganda, like lots and lots of propaganda has like built up over the years because Absolutely. we can't have you thinking for yourself. So yeah, anything that's not Christianity is super evil. Yeah. That's basically how a lot of these, a lot of early Christians and then a lot of these like hardcore rooted Christians, that's how they like to portray it. Right. To prevent people from leaving Christianity, basically. Yeah. Because it's all about numbers and they need more and they want to tithe you. and <laughs> It's just like so clear... Don't even get me started on tithing. Yeah. Just like the further away from that belief system I get, just the more weird shit. I'm like, why Why is that a thing? So, yeah, we're not going to talk that much about the Church of Satan or Satanist in general. Mm-hmm. Because it's not really anything about paganism. It's it's completely different. Yeah. But one thing I did want to mention is that the church, the actual Church of Satan has done way more to help people in general, but also just, like, nature and the world. So they donate tons and tons of money to humanitarian causes, like, lost children, like, that type of thing. And also, like, preserving nature and natural resources. So it's really silly also just to tell to tell somebody that they're evil because they follow the Church of Satan, because that's not the case at all. No. So edu- educate yourself, I guess. <laughs> I think the... From what I know about the Church of Satan, which is very little, it's more of uh, believing in yourself. Yeah, so there's also kind of like two major groups of Satanists. Some of them actually believe in like the idea or like the entity of Satan. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't. Some of them are basically atheist. Yeah. So the Church of Satan is like basically an atheist organization. Sure. So they don't believe in Like you said, they're, they're like, believe in yourself, like find... Find the truth in yourself and do your thing, but also like help other people. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's that's like more more of them are in that camp than the one that believe actually believes in Satan and worships him. Mm-hmm. So again, just misconceptions and misinformation spread. But, well, I think you hear Church of Satan, especially when you're yeah. in one of the, you know, if you're a christian what if you're raised your whole life to think that it's evil yeah yeah just anything having to do with the word satan (laughs) yeah satan is the ultimate evil in your belief system so you hear church of satan and you're automatically assumed that these are terrible people exactly yeah pretty goofy yeah well (laughs) organized religion as a whole is pretty goofy yeah I'm not, I don't know if we went over this, but I, I am not religious. I don't attach myself to a religion at all. Right. I don't know that I would go so far as to say I'm an atheist. I guess I would be more agnostic. Hmm, okay. Like, I'm open to the idea <laughs> of there being a higher power, but I'm not sure which higher power. Yeah, that makes sense. You know. We'll get into a little bit later on, but there's a lot of things that 
really resonate with me about paganism. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it. Oh, I mean, so many things about pagan beliefs. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Right. Like, that should be the way it is. Yes. But, yeah. Wrapping up that point I was making about, like, white magic and dark magic. And so there are, like, there are classifications some people decide to use. And it's more so, like, oh, I'm a white witch, which means, like, they are focused on healing spells and restorative spells. Yeah, I know you have different kinds. There's, like, green witches and yeah. kitchen witches. Right. And, and green witch is more, like, nature-based, herb-based, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Potions. That would be me. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely a green witch. <laughs> <laughs> she has like 400 plants in her house. I don't have that many. Uh, probably close. <laughs> One day, maybe. Yeah, you're working on it. Yeah. When I get a bigger house, I would love to have a house with like an attached greenhouse or a sunroom and just yeah. fill that fucker with plants. That would be cool. My sister-in-law has something kind of similar. Get some like nice outdoor maybe like wickery wood type of furniture yeah. put out there there you go and you just sit out there with the plants <laughs> with the plants it's very zen very calming read a good book maybe yeah. listen to some music yep. my plants have been raised on metal <laughs> that's fine yeah there's something i i can relax to metal and i understand that not everybody can but like, like my wife, for sure, does not like stuff as heavy as I do. It depends on the mood I'm in. Yeah, I could see that. Definitely, for the most part, nothing I listen to is any softer than... Well, I do listen to some, like, oldies. Yeah. So, like, nothing is generally softer than Tom Petty. Okay. That's about the softest <laughs> I get. I like a wide range, but metal, to me, I've just spent, like, spent so long with it that... I definitely can find it pretty relaxing. The hardest I probably go is Amon and Marth. Okay, they're pretty cool. I might Speaking go a of, little bit harder than that, but I don't think so. They're not like that heavy, honestly. No, but I think it's because he growls. Yeah. Like, they're kind of heavy, and then also he doesn't really sing. It's yeah. like a harsh yeah. growl kind of vocal. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great band to bring up in this episode. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Very... If you don't know who Amata Marth is, um, basically they're Viking metal. Right. They, their songs are about different parts of Viking mythology for the most part. Right. Kind of. There's another band similar to that, but not as heavy. Let me see if I can remember the name. At one point, I would have been able to say this much faster. Every once in a while, I'll listen to Lamb of God, but they're just not my cup of tea. Oh, Sabaton. That was the band I was trying to think of. They're actually pretty similar, but not as heavy. Oh, yeah, but Sabaton doesn't do, like, Viking metal. They do just, like, wars in it's general. It's more, like, historical, yeah. Like, their last album was focused on World War One. Yeah. But they do have some, like, more so, like, ancient culture type of war type of stuff. I don't know. It's it's kind of similar, but you're right. I'm, I'm Sabaton was not where I thought you were going. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even know that you knew who they were i do i am a big fan of nightwish do you know who they are well oh, you, yeah. you probably know yeah so i my one of my close friends told me about nightwish and then also sabaton and we actually got to see them play together 
which was pretty cool. But we didn't get there until like the last song of Sabaton, which was sad because it was like out of state. We had to travel. But yeah, I was about to say I didn't even know they came over to the U.S. Every once in like in a blue moon, it was in like Ohio, I think, or something. It was like an hour and a half away. It's like never that. here. Mm, yeah, not really. We don't have big enough venues for most of those bands. Like when Amana Marth was here, I was shocked. Yeah, but that was part of Knotfest. Okay, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. Because that it was right. like Slipknot, Under Oath. <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't like Under Oath, but it was like Slipknot, Under Oath. Bunch of like stuff that's way heavier than Under Oath. <laughs> Amana Marth. Maybe Lamb of God, but I think yeah. it was somebody else. But I'm like, one of these things is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> they have kind of denounced the Christian label. I don't know if you knew that, but. Not even that they were a Christian band. Yeah. I'm fine with them. I'm fine with a lot of Christian bands, honestly, because right. half the time I don't even know they are until yeah. I read something about it. But they're definitely not as heavy as those other bands, right? They were more like seen from back in our day. Uh, yeah, they definitely started out that way, and they got a little bit more into kind of like post rock type of stuff. But yeah. but for sure not not that similar to the other bands that you mentioned. Right? <laughs> not on the same wavelength. Not at all. Um. Lamb of God, yeah, I actually have started to like them a lot more. Uh, when I was younger, I thought they were evil because I was super Christian, but I I definitely like their stuff now. They're pretty cool. A friend of mine in high school listened to Lamb of God, and I would, like, listen to it a little bit, but it's not something I go out of my way to listen to. Yeah, I can see that. There's Their previous him. drummer who has now kind of been kicked out of the band which is sad but he was so freaking good mm-hmm. really good I, I think he's doing other stuff now which is good but probably yeah they're, they're pretty cool i like them uh i guess we've gotten off track here <laughs> anyways <laughs> isn't that always the way though usually <laughs> this is the way uh, yes oh this speaking of this is the way mandalorian season two comes out soon that's gonna be fun is it this I think it's the end of this month. I think it is the end of this month. I thought it was supposed to be earlier this month, but I don't know if they pushed it back or if I was just making up shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. The only thing I've ever seen is the end of this month, but they definitely could have moved it. A lot of stuff is getting pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. Other misconceptions. Apparently, it's very common thinking that pagans just have like tons and tons of orgies. All the orgies all the time. <laughs> uh no no that doesn't happen i don't know why that happened or like why that misconception came about i think it's probably because this is also something i was going to talk more about later but pagans are very very inclusive and well and they also in paganism they don't stigmatize sex sex the way we do they don't over sexualize women's bodies They don't give a fuck, basically. Right. So it's like, just because they're not afraid of sex doesn't mean they're constantly having orgies. Like, those yeah, are like two very different things. they don't care if you have sex before marriage. They don't care right. if you have multiple sex partners. Right. They don't care what your sexual orientation or your gender identity is, yep. for the most part. So, apparently that means that they just all have orgies 24 7 24 7 365 <laughs> you're just always at an orgy 
banging it out with as many people as you can. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know where that came from, but it's not true. <laughs> there is okay, so there is such a thing as sex magic or like sex rituals, but it's like not even every pagan does that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just a thing that sometimes happens. But yeah, that's just that was a bizarre one. The one where I was reading about misconceptions and it was always brought up, and it's just like, why? Why do you think that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they did, but it's not. I like... mean, there's orgies. And, like again, orgies have happened throughout history. Like it doesn't have anything to do with one specific religion. No, it doesn't. And it's not common. No. Among anybody, but especially among pagans. It's like a special occasion kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's very common for pagan belief systems, but... Maybe not now, but I'm right. sure it happened, like, back in the day. Yeah. But if you're talking about orgies, like, Greek people in general... Oh, oh yeah. They had orgies. They are the ones who were doing all the orgies. I'm pretty sure ancient Romans as well. Yeah, they but had similar also... cultures. also... Greeks and I believe ancient Romans thought it was cool to have sex with children, so... Yes, so that is an interesting sidebar. People really like to say that homosexuality is a super bad sin, and it says so in the Bible. That's not at all what the Bible says, actually. It's just the fact that it was translated badly. Actually, it's not even that it was translated badly. It was probably done that way on purpose, because Christians hate gay people, so... (laughs) Anyways, I mean, uh, not all of them, but yes. E, e, I mean, yeah. So the the whole like Bible, if you're talking about the original scripts, you have to really take into account the culture of when that piece was written, because a lot of it is just assumed knowledge, and a lot of it is very tradition based. So, and that's I guess going more so towards like Judaism and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But during the early days of Christianity, that's you know. That's where that belief came from. They started out as Jews and kind of proceeded from there. Anyways, my whole point is that you're making a weird face. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to process what you just said. Okay, so anyways, it doesn't matter. The My main point is that when the New Testament specifically references homosexuality, what they're talking about is exactly what you said. That's where Greek people would sleep with young boys. And that's the phrase that was used. And obviously, nobody is cool with that. We shouldn't be cool with that. Well, they didn't want to keep it in the Bible because, you know, they still do that. Yeah. But the way they... Yeah, you're talking about Catholicism. <laughs> but the way... It's not just Catholicism. I mean, Listen. yeah, true. But the way it was interpreted is incorrect. And they started just saying that homosexuality is a sin. And that's just not ever something that was in the Bible. I mean, I guess you can deeply root it back to Catholicism, since Catholicism is the oldest form of Christianity. Right. All all of these other denominations broke off of Catholicism. Catholicism is the hardcore OG <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and it is very highly publicized about... Yeah, I think we're all aware of those issues at this point, hopefully. Yeah, and how deeply they like to cover it up. And they don't do shit about it, yeah. Absolutely, they don't. They're just like, oh, well, we're going to move you out of this parish and put you somewhere else. Just go fondle some other kids. Yeah, it's... Don't worry about it. Disgusting. Yeah, it is. And, again, just something else that is deeply hypocritical. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you're so concerned about people's souls. People's souls, but you're so concerned about premarital sex. You're so concerned about consenting adults. Right. But you're not going to do anything about the priest raping kids constantly. Right. Like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. What do consenting adults do is nobody's business. It means fuck all to anybody else. Why are you concerned about it? <laughs> it you, has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It has fuck all to do with anybody. Yep. Whatever your kink is, whatever you want somebody to do to you or you want to do to somebody else, as long as they consent. Yeah, exactly. As long as they consent. Go hard. <laughs> Make sure you have a safe word. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah, not a bad idea. That's never a bad idea. You should always have a safe word. Yep, that's true. And if they look like they're about to pass out, maybe you should like let up a little bit. <laughs> this is a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sex advice from a Mitch and a witch. Who would have known? I mean, it was bound to happen. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, those were the major misconceptions that I kind of wanted to talk about. So, having gotten that out of the way, I figured kind of a good thing to look at is what, and again, obviously, it really differs based off of the more specific type of pagan you're looking at, but I wanted to maybe talk about a couple, like, modern examples of what a practicing pagan would do, or things like that. So, yeah, a couple examples of, like, modern day practices that a a pagan might partake in. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't really have that many. I just wanted to like, throw out a few just so people had somewhat of an idea. But so, like I said, a lot of their holidays or celebrations are centered around solstices, seasons, the sun, that type of thing. So winter solstice is a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. And that is the day that the sun is up for the least amount of time. It's dark the longest amount of time. So obviously it's in the winter. Uh, I think it's usually around like December 21st, typically speaking. And then yeah, some of the things that you might do or have been done historically to celebrate. One thing I think is really cool is like only using natural light for that whole day. So if you can't see based off of the natural light of the sun, then you're going to light a candle, uh, have a lantern, any, any like flame based light is what you would be using. Um, and you would do that the entire day. I can't remember if we did it two years ago, but we did it this last year, and it was really cool. It just sets, like, a very specific precedent. And it is darker, for sure. Like, the corners of the room are dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just really cool. It was, like, really intentional, and, you know, we would use our phones on occasion, but we tried to keep it pretty minimal, tried Mm -hmm. to stay away from technology, try to really focus on, like, people. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of using the light was kind of just an extension of that, only using natural light. It was just really cool. Uh, so we had tons of candles and things like that. Oh, speaking of Christians and dumb things they believe. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I think you were probably gonna, potentially going to talk about this as well, but Yule Log, Christmas tree, uh, kind of the same thing. Most of Christmas was like taken from the Yule celebration or Yuletide. I don't have as much about Yule. Yeah, so I know enough just to kind of talk about it a little bit. But yeah, so one common, like really common practice was to burn a Yule log. And it's a a tree they would like specifically get for that occasion. And they would burn it like basically all night. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they would also pretty commonly like drink mead, gather around it. And that's, since it's like dark out, you can't really wander very far from your home. 
they would like gather in small communities over the winter and especially during the like the old tide celebration they would like share stories of either like their family history or like religious stories anything like that that they wanted to kind of like pass down to other people yeah and they had like songs that they would sing yeah exactly songs that basically anything like that was kind of done around that time but what i was gonna say is that that's pretty much where christmas came from and there's even a section in the old testament of the bible where they say not to put up a pine tree in your house and put offerings underneath it and put on like decorations of silver and gold which is really hilarious because like that is a christmas tree (laughs) so it's like what the hell guys (laughs) they just picked up all these like celebrations and rituals and practices from pagan religions and then decided to call the pagans evil yeah the uh tradition i was going to specifically mention for christmas because i knew that there was a lot from yule that we adopted yeah um like even like winter solstice closing thoughts on that there's also like um it's like a really big time for like introspection like reflection on the year that has passed and Mm -hmm. things you want to improve going forward or like kind of the idea of like releasing negative events or negative emotions that happened and that can take different shapes, but for instance, something we tried out was like to write it on, like write something that we wanted to release on like a sage leaf and then burning it. So different things like that, but I, I just wanted to close that out before you moved on to the other yeah. <laughs> other things you are going to say. But yeah, go ahead. Um, the one that I had for Christmas specifically, which could explain why it's actually in the Bible, mm-hmm. because a lot of early Christians weren't really aware of yule Hmm. but they were obviously aware of the romans since that's who killed jesus yeah so saturnalia was the ancient roman celebration of the god saturn in which they would like decorate with evergreen reeds and trees in their home yeah so that's one pagan tradition that has carried on obviously because we get trees we put them in our homes. We decorate with wreaths. All right. So this is probably a soapbox I'll jump back on when it gets closer to actual Christmas. But I really just don't like Christmas that much. <laughs> I am falling out of love with Christmas. Yeah. I used to be the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> I cannot picture that, Sam. <laughs> and obviously it had nothing to do with religion because yeah. I'm not a religious person. Right. But there's just something about that time of year even though not only did I work retail, I was working in Ugh. a fucking toy store. Ugh. So I was in like the deepest pit of hell when it <laughs> comes to retail during Christmas. But I yeah. still loved that time of year. I was always in a great mood. Couldn't wait to decorate for Christmas. And not even that I really went like all out with Christmas decorations. It was very minimal like i would have a tree up maybe some like garland little decorations here and there but i just loved it i couldn't wait to like find stuff to give people for christmas couldn't wait to go have christmas i just really oh yeah yeah but uh i don't know something's like happened over the past few years where i'm just like turn it into a scrooge like me yeah. 
So I th- for real, it's making more sense just the more I learn. But I think I don't like it just because of the hypocrisy. But for sure, I don't like Christmas trees. I haven't had one ever since I've been an adult with my own living arrangement. I have a Christmas tree. I didn't put it up last year. Last year was a weird year. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I was just really depressed. And I don't really know why. Yeah. But uh, we didn't even put up a tree. And Dustin's like, are we doing this? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Nah, fuck it. No. And um, like we do Christmas breakfast with his family and then Christmas dinner with mine. Yeah. Christmas lunch, dinner kind of thing. And... Uh, for the past couple of years, we've been doing it at our house, and I was like, not this year. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Let's just go to your grandma's. Yeah. I just don't want to, and I didn't I didn't really buy any gifts for people. Most people got cash from me. I just wasn't... If anybody ever is like trying to get me a gift, I am totally fine with getting cash or like a gift card that I can use like basically wherever... So, we're probably going to get into this more when it comes time for Christmas, yeah. but uh, I don't think I want to buy gifts for people anymore. Yeah. I would rather either give you money for something that you need, give right. you a gift card for something that you enjoy, or for my birthday slash Valentine's Day this past year... We took a trip. Yeah. Like, I would much rather do these things. Right. Than have something that maybe, maybe I don't even need. Yeah, maybe they don't even want it. Right. Maybe they don't even want it. It's just the whole consumerism shift of our culture where we just are constantly buying random bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not at all. So giving gifts is another pretty common Yuletide practice. Mm-hmm. But things were very different at that time period. It's like handmade things that were made with a lot of like attention to detail even handmade gifts i would be fine with exactly it's just very different than what it's turned into yeah which is getting people a bunch of garbage that they probably don't want need or want (laughs) it's just gonna sit somewhere in their house yeah i i feel yeah i know what you're coming coming from there yeah dustin asked me what i want for christmas and i'm like can you clean the house (laughs) like that would be a great christmas gift yeah i could see that so my spouse or maybe people in my like direct family who I know are really excited about buying me presents. Like I don't necessarily mind telling those people something specific that I want, mm-hmm. but that's very different than, than what you're saying where people just buy each other like random stuff because it's kind of expected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I for sure know where you're coming from. I think I'm just uh, getting to this point in my life where I want things to have a purpose. Right. And I like we rather... mentioned in the mental health episode, clutter is bad. Yeah, <laughs> clutter is bad for you. Quit getting excess garbage. Yeah, I want things to have a purpose, or like I said, I'd rather you know do something nice for me, like clean my house or yeah. make me a nice meal or right take a trip with me or some sort of experience. Like I'd rather have those kinds of things. Yeah, for sure. What were we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about modern day practices, so those were a few like Yule or winter solstice things. Um, Something else I wanted to mention was like creating a book of shadows or what that is, or it sort of 
became popular, I think, in our culture because of, like, Charmed and some of those other shows. Mm-hmm. But it's not really that crazy. I think people just don't don't really know much about it. But it's basically just a journal, and it's something that somebody creates. It's not necessarily widely used across all pagan traditions, but I think it's mostly, like, Wicca. But it's basically, like, a journal that you're keeping. And I think it's, it's exclusively Wicca. Probably. I mean, I think other... I mean, they might have something, something else, similar. but yeah. I think Book of Shadows specifically is a Wiccan thing. Yeah, I think so. But it's it's basically just a, a journal that you're keeping, and it's specifically for, like, things that you're learning on your spiritual path. So it's, like, knowledge that you want to remember, experiences that you've had, or even, like, conversations that you've had, just anything that's relating back to that path that you're on, and... And you can use it, use it, you can use the Book of Shadows to remember that, you know, years from now, decades mm-hmm. from now. So it's, it's a cool, I think journaling in, in general is not used enough. I think it's a super cool thing to do. Not a fan. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you don't like facing your past. This is kind of something we've come up across a couple of different times. I mean, like, what am I going to write in a journal? Got up, thought about taking a shower for four hours, decided, nah. Blood sugar started getting low. Was like, maybe I should eat something. Ate a taco. Decided, nah. Waited until I was feeling like super weak, and then I ate a scoop of peanut butter, and then I made actual food. But, okay, so you don't have to like record something every single day, but... Avoided doing laundry for two weeks. <laughs> but I think it is good to keep track of certain things because I forget shit constantly. Like, I don't have that bad of a memory, but you just can't store everything in your brain. Do you not have that bad No, of it really, I don't know why you're giving me that look, but it's not that bad, honestly. I, I know people with much worse memory than me. And it's just good to be able to look back every so often and be like, oh yeah, this was a really cool moment or this was what I felt like in general, you know? It's just, I think it's a good idea. I think people should maybe utilize it a little bit more than we do. Well, I guess maybe for you that would be journaling. I'm more of a, like, photographic evidence kind of bitch. Okay, yeah. Like, that's how I like to remember things. Yeah, that's fine, too. Yeah. I guess I'm just not, like, a written word kind of slut. I don't know. (laughs) So that's a couple practices. There's... Usually there's like eight major like sabbats or like holidays for most pagans. Uh, also called like the wheel of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some celebrations if you're or like major events for most of these beliefs. If you want to look into it a little bit further, there's some really cool ones. Um, generally speaking, I think when they're celebrating, they're just like very, uh, like I was saying for the winter solstice one, it's just like very like relation oriented. And also, like, nature-oriented. So, usually, it's, like, food. It's a gathering of your close friends and family. Sometimes it is dancing naked in the woods. Sometimes, for sure. Maybe that's why they think we have so many orgies. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. That could be part of it. But there's... Yeah, those are some, like, modern-day examples. I think you mentioned you might have similar things to talk about or so what i have to talk about is some holidays that have pagan backgrounds yeah 
Um, obviously, we just touched on Christmas. Um, so Thanksgiving is one, oddly enough. Interesting. That... Yeah, I didn't know that, actually. Right. So there were many cultures that would have um, harvest festivals sort of around the time of the harvest, which would be the fall. Right. One of them was ancient Romans participated in Sorelia. Probably mispronouncing that. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. Um, in honor of the goddess of the harvest series. I think that's how you say that. Okay. That's like that's like the root of the word cereal, right? I could see that, yeah. I'm not too sure either. I've never seen that word, but <laughs> you don't know about Roman gods. A Roman little, mythology and Greek mythology is very, very close. Yeah, it's very close. They just had different names for the gods and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot more about Greek side of things. Yeah, same. I think most people do. Hercules, come on. Yeah, uh, but one common symbol associated with the this deity in particular, and then that celebration was the horn of plenty or the cornucopia uh, okay yeah. which is commonly I've used in thanksgiving today <laughs> yeah yeah and then obviously indigenous peoples here right. in the americas celebrated around the harvest around thanksgiving which is like our deep rooted origins of thanksgiving yeah yeah you know that whole colonization bullshit yeah anyway Another one was New Year's Day, which again was a was rooted in a Roman celebration um, for the Roman god Janus, which is who the month January is named for. Okay. Fun fact. Janus. Didn't know that. That god represented the entryways and beginnings, so they would celebrate that as sort of like a new beginning to the year. Okay. Uh, also, apparently, there were ancient Mesopotamian celebrations around the vernal equinox in March, Okay, which they considered the beginning of the year because back then the calendar only had 10 months. Interesting. Um, so that's sort of New Year's Eve celebrations. Gotcha. They would celebrate the beginning of the year, new beginnings. I thought that was interesting. It is. And then, of course... Halloween. Hell yeah. <laughs> so much paganism in Halloween. <laughs> it's pretty funny when you really start to think about it, because it's a holiday about spirits and ghouls and so on and so forth, and it's just not, like, literally nothing to do with Christianity. I don't understand. So apparently the reason why Halloween started being widely celebrated obviously throughout christian faith because it's been celebrated in yeah. the u.s and all of these other major christian c countries for years right was again because they were trying to transition pagans into christianity so they would make all of these holidays i gotta yeah. take this off they would make all of these holidays around um their different celebrations different pagan celebrations that's right. why christmas is celebrated in december right because it's close to the winter solstice so halloween was because sort of became a thing because of all saints day which is at the very beginning of november right used to be called all souls day i guess back in the day mm -hmm. and uh one of the popes i can't remember which one it was i think it was pope gregory the fourth good old pope greg yeah 
I mean, apparently there's been many of them, but uh, <laughs> such <laughs> a weird Gregory, name. White ass name. <laughs> right. Especially considering how long ago this was, like right. Pope Gregory. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they started celebrating Halloween as a way to transition into All Saints Day. And mm-hmm. it was originally just like a celebration with like food and stuff. Yeah. And then it sort of morphed into dressing up. Which was part of the original pagan tradition. You would like dress up and gather around bonfires and dance. And, and also like decorating gourds and just mm-hmm. kind of basically turned into jack-o'-lanterns and yeah. different things like that. I did read a little bit about. And then eventually they started dressing up in costumes and going around and trick-or-treating like right. we know it today. Yep. I believe I read a different article. Oh, here it is. I actually saved it. Nice. But I believe that part of Halloween, the actual like trick or treating, started in the late 1800s. Okay. And it was mainly started here in the Americas, like Makes in the US sense. and the colonies. Yeah. So I think that's all I have as far as holidays. I know there's more. Um, like Easter even Easter has is some. Pretty heavily lifted off of. Yeah. Something interesting is that apparently. Halloween, which is not called Halloween, obviously, but that holiday is, I don't know how to say it properly. It's called like Sam, Sam Hain or no, Sam, Sam Hain. that's not how it's pronounced. Yeah, I know. I'm not pronouncing it right. <laughs> Anyways, my point was that a lot of pagan traditions kind of view that as their new year. I thought that was kind of cool. I had the proper pronunciation in here somewhere. It's like Sawin or something. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I, knew I, I don't was either because it wrong, it's but... like... It's not what From you'd ancient Celtic times. Yeah. So yeah. all of their words are pronounced in a completely different way than they're spelled. <laughs> Very different than English. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyways, that was kind of cool. And yeah. then the last kind of like major topic I was interested in was just like th- things that I admire about paganism or like reasons why people would potentially be drawn to it as a belief system. And it is interesting. Like the numbers are pretty much just not out there. You just can't like it's just not tracked. But. There is a pretty well-established, like, boom in people moving to paganism. Because, like we said, they don't really get converted by other people. Was it Iceland or Greenland that just recently readopted the Norse faith as their official Yes, I know what you're talking about. I did all... Dang it, I forgot to look up the article, but there was also, like... Within, I believe it was like within the last five years, there was like an official temple opened to Odin, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and I the article I read said that they officially readopted it. Like that yeah. is now their official religion again. Right. Yeah, Not that's pretty Christianity. cool. But it's just, it's definitely going through a huge growth right now, which is super interesting to me. And we discussed some of the reasons, but just to kind of reiterate some of them and kind of go over different ones. Inclusivity is, I think, one of the major reason reasons people today are obviously like not up for some bullshit. Like, we're tired of being discriminated against for really, really stupid reasons. Yeah. So, pagan belief systems do not give a shit <laughs> about your sexuality, your gender, your who you have sex race, with. any of that stuff. Just does not matter. Um, they're not going to judge you for that. Um, that's a pretty awesome. Uh, just. Just because, again, these are things that people should be already doing. Yeah. But it's just not the case in many belief systems. Uh, so they're very open, even going as far as to say, like, many of their prominent leaders are often female. 
Um, not saying like over half or anything like that. I don't, I don't really have like numbers, but. Well, in most of these, well, not in most, in all of them, basically, men and women are treated as equal. Exactly, yeah. So it's not as, I was actually listening to this podcast. It's hosted by two women. They're um, members of two different indigenous tribes. Okay. From the U.S., I believe they both are. Um, I don't know why I just became Yoda, but uh, <laughs> they were talking about how when the U.S. was colonized and they were moving um, these indigenous tribes to reservations, they were forcing them to set up basically constitutions huh. and structure their governments basically in the same way that the u.s had their government structured okay which made it more patriarchal yeah but historically in the past women were treated equally as men they could be in charge they could you know they were advisors to other leaders yeah like it just wasn't the way it is not as misogynistic i guess is a good way to put it i thought that was interesting that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, so we already talked about that, but just the, the idea that you need to recruit people to some of those major religions is just obviously not the case in paganism. They don't care. If you want to be with them, you can come be with them. If <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be with them, they're cool with that. They're cool. They're cool with people in general doing their own thing. And you that's, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's a pretty big... So, all of these different pagan like beliefs have a similar saying but the one from wicca is and it harm none do what you will or do what you will so even christianity supposedly has a similar concept of you know do unto others as you would have them do unto you Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's more so i feel like more so observed within paganism like they are very open about that stuff they want you to do your own thing as long as you're not harming anybody, they don't They don't care. In Christianity, a lot of times it's do unto others as long as they believe what you believe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so kind of along the same lines, something that draws many people to paganism is the fact that they are very oriented towards gaining nor- more knowledge all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that is a big focus for them. Um, finding truth and finding knowledge and also like just basically self-improvement in general, like coming to a place where you are a better person. So a lot of independent thinkers are drawn toward it. A lot of people kind of questioning things they were raised to believe or questioning just kind of outdated or silly, like, you know, laws or ways that their country is run. So paganism is very much about promoting finding that truth and, you know, improving yourself in the process of doing that, you're also going to improve, you know, the future for people around you. Like society as a whole. Society as a whole, yeah. So that's a pretty big positive, in my opinion. Not a lot of religions are like that. You're not really meant to question a whole lot within Christianity. Are you meant to question anything at all, actually? Good question. No, you're not meant to to question anything. And then when your male leader decides that they're going to believe slightly different version of the Bible, that's where all these like different sects come from and mm-hmm. they argue with each other constantly. And 
Yeah, that that. Well, that's whole, where some of them come from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that whole thing is just not really a thing within paganism. Like they encourage you to ask questions, find truth, and just continue pushing that, pushing that level of your knowledge. Yeah. So that's really cool to me. Um, let's see here. I think, um, I mean, generally speaking, pagan religions are just very peaceful. Exactly. Yeah, most of them. A lot, a lot of them, now, especially nowadays, are, like, vegetarian or vegan. Um, a lot of them are pacifists, mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, that type of thing. So, yeah, they, they don't believe in harming others. And they don't believe in just sort of, like, you know, out-of-control destruction and, you know, the type of thing that's destroying the planet, <laughs> slowly but surely. Yeah. It's just, yeah, just, you know, destroying forests and stuff and... All this just kind of mass eradication is, you know, that's just not vibing with pagans. <laughs> yeah, I did read that there was like a big, um, which this makes sense. In the sort of counterculture of the 1970s, there was a big resurgence of paganism. Yeah. Especially within the environmentalist and the feminist movements. Exactly, because they aren't really counterculture by nature, but it's just the fact of they believe in a few things very strongly and mm-hmm. it just so happens that our culture is no longer like that <laughs> so has our culture like ever really been like that truthfully truthfully no i mean but people are led to believe that american except exceptionalism and all that nonsense absolutely not. that never happened i mean when you think about just briefly <laughs> i'm just gonna go on this little tangent when you think about the very beginning like the very grassroots of the u.s you have just a huge amount of patriarchy which is still very prevalent here today absolutely um a huge amount of racism yep from you know the very beginning of slavery to the irish famine yeah when we had this huge resurgence of irish immigrants coming in and people being like no fuck you yeah we don't want you. Exactly. And they basically were getting shit on, beat up, have to live in like the worst neighborhoods under the worst conditions, have the worst lower class jobs. Right. Like, the, the, it's the way... We've always been racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Basically, really, I think is what I'm getting at. Really unfortunate. Uh, we've always not given a fuck about women and we've always been racist against somebody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, outside of that, probably, like, the last thing I wanted to touch on was just the, kind of, again, the idea of sin, which leads to the idea of hell. It just really isn't a part of paganism. Not at all. Because um, they don't, that's, you know, these are Christian beliefs. Christian beliefs, exactly. The From what I read, and this probably is different from the different sects of paganism, like, yeah. obviously, if you're... A reconstructionist pagan and you practice norse mythology then you yeah. do more than likely believe in an afterlife right so that was one that yeah that was one thing i was going to touch on they are that that they, they do have an idea that's pretty much as close to hell as any of these belief systems get mm-hmm. but it's really still not even the same it's only where a very small portion of people go and it's the absolute worst group of people who are like murderers, rapers, rapists, I should say. And like people who oath breakers, that was apparently a really big thing for them. Oh yeah. Um, so only those people are kind of ending up in this place and it's not 
even still, it's not the same idea of hell. It's not necessarily that they're getting tortured by the devil. It's No, I think in uh, Norse mythology, they actually believed that hell was cold, or their version of hell. Yeah. It's not like this place where you go and burn for eternity. It's this really cold other realm yeah, where you can't... It's very different. Because obviously back in like Viking days, the ultimate goal was to die in battle so you can go to Valhalla. <laughs> right. Party it up <laughs> until the end of the world, basically. Yeah, yeah. Where you go fight. Again. Again. Yeah. But they... It is actually pretty cool because they did have the concept of the underworld, but mm-hmm. it was... And this is something separate from the hell place that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, their version of the underworld was like a place of rest. It was where if you... I don't know all the extreme details obviously but where people would go there where their soul would go to rest especially if they had like a, a shit life <laughs> so yeah so that's pretty cool to me even the idea just of heaven and hell the way christians perceive it it's just it's just not there in paganism it there are that's that's like i said the closest that it gets but most pagans believe in reincarnation um or just going back to nature yeah, just, exactly. Just kind of moving on from one life form to another in nature. But also just kind of... I think a, that's one thing that's always resonated with me about paganism is just how like deeply rooted in nature it is. Yeah. Obviously, I get down with that. Yeah, for sure. M- me and my plant collection. Right. Like, I love nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm sad that I'm like allergic to so much of it, but I do... I do feel completely out of place in a big city. We talked a little bit about that previously. It's really weird because I can do both. Yeah. Like, I love being in a big city with, like, a lot of atmosphere. Like, I love being in Chicago. Right. But also, like, a cabin in the woods appeals to me as well. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that just kind of being drawn to nature, being, like, getting a lot of your power or, like, good vibes from nature, kind of grounding yourself. I think that's something we're lacking as a society, and I think that's probably another reason so many people are drawn to paganism, but mm-hmm. kind of going back to that concept of hell or sin or whatever, so that's something cool to me, because they're not really, they are trying to be the best person they can be, but it's not really, like, a way to, like, I just feel like so much of... It's not fear-based, no, it's the not way fear-based. It is in Christianity, and, and it's also not even like reward-based. Like I feel like sometimes Christians are sort of like, "Oh, I've got to be a really good person, and then I'm going to get all these rewards in heaven." I have to live a holy life and be this perfect person. I can't think bad thoughts or do bad things right. or commit any kind of sins. And if I live this righteous life, I will be rewarded. Yeah, it's just like it's just a really weird concept to me the more i get away from it yeah because you should be a good person because you want to be a good person (laughs) in this life for the people that you are in contact with like you shouldn't only do it for that other reason you know so i don't know that's just something else i thought about but just yeah just the whole idea of sin and constantly living as if you're not good enough there's just some real fucked up shit going on there Mm -hmm. and i'm not a psychologist so i'm not gonna go that much further into it (laughs) But speaking of psychology, a lot of... It's serious, like... I mean, really, when you think about it, it's like... Controlling 
abusive relationship. Yeah, it, it is for sure. Energy. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. But a lot of, not necessarily all of paganism, but like Wicca, especially there's a lot of these concepts that came forth from really prominent psychologists like Carl Jung. A lot of his stuff was implemented in that belief system. And Wicca is the newest out of all these beliefs. Uh, most of them are much, much older than that. Yeah. But, yeah, just kind of the idea of self-improvement, I think, is really awesome from that perspective of it's a continual process, but it is something that they prioritize and just kind of seeking, always seeking that knowledge and kind of pushing yourself to the next level. It's just not as frequent as I think it should be in, in society. Yeah, for People sure. People are really fine just to kind of, like, get a shitty job and follow the herd and, like, not ever... It's that right, hive mentality. Yeah, hive Like, not ever think for themselves or not ever try to be better than what they are. I don't know. That's my stance on it, at least. But That's why I want to move to a Nordic country, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am right there with you. I would if I could. I mean, they've never... For the most part, they've never really moved away from paganism. It's almost like they were like, yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to be Christian, so you'll leave us the fuck alone. But And then they kind of just stopped doing it when nobody was looking. <laughs> right. I mean, even when you think about in Sweden, their yeah. biggest celebration of the year, bigger than Christmas, bigger than New Year's, is Midsummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And so much of Midsummer is based on pagan traditions that's um, yeah that's all it is that's yeah, where, yeah i mean you're sticking a maypole into the ground and right. you're dancing around it and you're just celebrating basically spring right the rebirth of the world yeah. i mean that whole maypole thing is basically like you're fertilizing the earth right so midsummer by the way very good movie but lots of it's not meant to be taken seriously as in like those that's not what real pagans do no. <laughs> so i think that's another thing just media just the way the way they portray pagans is always super dark super fucked up and from what i understand what they do during midsummer is you dance around a maypole right. you eat some pickled herring you drink some schnapps right you sing some songs and you just have a grand old it's fucking a, time it's a good time maybe you wear a flower crown maybe you don't right yeah i would definitely be wearing a flower crown <laughs> you know, I probably would too. I love a flower crown. My character in Animal Crossing for a very long time wore a flower crown. Love yeah. a flower crown. Yeah. Love having flowers in my hair. Yeah. T- fucking hippie energy. I don't care. <laughs> hate wearing shoes. You do hate wearing Yeah, you are kind of a hippie, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Never put that together in my head yeah. for some reason. Big hippie energy over here. <laughs> yeah. If I had smaller boobs, I wouldn't even wear a bra. <laughs> so I think that's about it for paganism from what I wanted to bring up. As always, it is a big topic. You are highly encouraged to do your own research, stuff like that. But yeah. hopefully we have dispelled some of the weirder misconceptions out there. Hopefully we've opened your eyes to paganism a little bit. If yeah. you had some of these misconceptions. Maybe Just ask don't. yourself why you were told to think that. Yeah. Because if there's not a good reason, then it's probably bullshit. Question everything. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely... That's where I lie in life. Yeah. I just recently... uh, I was bored at work one night. 
So I took a political compass test. Dangerously close to anarchy over here. (laughs) (laughs) Who's surprised, though? I'm not surprised. Literally nobody that knows me. (laughs) I told Kaylee, and uh, she's like, yeah, no shit. And then she was like, send me the link. I want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And again, dangerously close to anarchy over there, too. Yeah. (laughs) Not surprised. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, she is an actual pagan. Like, she identifies as a pagan. That's cool. I believe. Or a Wiccan. Feel free to correct us if we're wrong. Both, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Well, Wiccan is, is a type of, type of paganism. That's what we've kind of discussed earlier. A Wicca is a type of paganism. Right. So I guess she's a pagan. There you go. I don't know exactly what her firm, hard-held beliefs are, but <laughs> I know that it is a paganism of some flavor. Okay, cool. Shout out. Shout out to Kaylee. <laughs> I feel like I shout her out in every episode. You, you kind of do. But I that's definitely okay. talk about her in every episode, but she's one of my best friends. Yeah. So she's also our number one fan. So she is our number one fan because that's how best friends are. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess that wraps it up. Like we said, hopefully you thought about some new perspectives there. As far as our witch tips, I've decided since Sam isn't really a horror movie fan. My husband keeps trying to get me to watch horror movies, and he's yeah. like, "Come just." come snuggle with me and watch horror movies and i'm like no (laughs) it's not her vibe that's fine i'm like for those of you out there who are wanting to hear some horror movie recommendations i figured i would do that seven years we've been together and he still tries to make me watch horror movies yeah he should know by now probably but that's okay he tried to tell me the other day that we watched dead silence together and i'm like i've definitely never watched dead silence with you well you know that's the puppet one right yeah, yeah, I've seen it, but I did not watch it with him. <laughs> I watched it with my cousin. Maybe like, if you had a journal, you would remember. Maybe if I had a journal, I wouldn't write that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Dustin made me watch Dead Silence. I hated it. Yeah. I cried in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyways, throwing out some horror movie recommendations out there for I'm our fans. I'm just saying, if you want to make me watch a horror movie, you better be prepared to sleep with the fucking lights on, because I'm a puss, and I will admit <laughs> it. I don't care. Yeah, they m- most of them don't have that deep of an impact on me anymore. I'm just a little bit too desensitized, but... My husband will watch them to fall asleep because I'm pretty sure he is an actual sociopath. <laughs> the one I wanted to talk about today is called Raw. It kind of got a lot of publicity. Wow. Pub- try, pub- let's try that one again. Publicity. Around the time that it came out, because when it was like kind of screening at these like independent film festivals supposedly a lot of people were like throwing up and walking out that type of thing oh that is actually pretty common when like horror movies come out so even if it's not that bad a lot of the time that happens but gross it's a pretty good movie i would recommend checking it out if you're interested in the genre um raw it came out 2016 here's a few details about the premises i don't want to give away too much but it is about a girl um, going into college, she wants to be a, vet- a veterinarian. Um, she is a... I believe she's a vegan. I can't remember. She's either vegetarian or vegan. Um, so she is kind of following in her sister's footsteps, who is already in this college, has been there a couple of years. Um, basically, right off the bat, she's put through like some pretty severe hazing uh, rituals and stuff like that. And 
part of that was to like eat raw meat. Oh no! And no. obviously, that's even worse for her because she's a like non-meat said, eater. Non-meat eater. I can't remember what specific type, but anyways, so the whole idea of the movie is that that sets off something really extreme in her, and she starts to dabble in cannibalism. Oh. And a lot of crazy shit happens, obviously, but that's kind of the the premise of it. Oh no! It's really good. No 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No. It's pretty intense, and it's, again, not that much actually, like, scares me in the moment, but it was the type of movie that really stuck with me. A lot of, like, really compelling thoughts are presented in that movie. And Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. No, no. Also, in the way that they kind of use it, and that's a cool thing, too, with horror, is that it's not, it's almost never just face value here's the scary thing that happened, that's it. There's almost always deeper metaphor or deeper allegory. So some of the things that people talk about in regards to Ra is that it's kind of also talking about her, like, sexuality, like, coming to terms with who she is. Um, so that's kind of interesting the deeper you dive into it. But also about some real fucked up shit she does and starts, tend to, you know, cannibalistic tendencies. So, <laughs> yeah, I would nice. recommend checking it out if you're interested in horror. It's It's a very different one. Definitely pretty gruesome at times, so keep that in mind, but... Not enough recognition, in, in my opinion. It's it's still pretty, like, under the radar. Hmm. Sam's not interested at all. No, if only you could see the look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> <His> utter disgust. <laughs> not here for it. That's fine. That's why I wanted to talk about horror movies the rest of this month, at least, because I know Sam just has no interest, so... No, she I, sure I know there's I know there's some fans out there who do, so that's one to check out. I guess go check it out if it sounds interesting to you. Yep. I bet Dustin has seen it. Probably. Or he'll want to watch it. I'm sure he has. I can't remember if we've ever talked about it. But... <sighs> I don't know. I don't... He's usually seen the same stuff that I have, so... Yeah, I just... I'm not... I'm not here for that, man. <laughs> I want, like, a goofy comedy or... Yeah. Maybe even a dramedy. That's fine. I enjoy those, too. But I also like horror movies. No. Straight up miss me with that. <laughs> Just let it fly right by. I suppose that is all. That is it for this episode. Check us out next time. We are bringing back some more spooky ideas. I don't know if we'll give that away quite yet. No. Surprise. This whole month is just going to be a mystery. Surprise episodes. Okay. We have determined. Yes. So... Hope you guys are excited. Hope, thank you again for checking us out, kind of sticking with us if you have. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends, please. We are still trying to get get our name out there. Yeah, keep listening. If you've got some episodes to catch up on, hopefully you do that at some point. Let us know what you think. We're trying to improve, just like the pagans. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter. Word on the street is our Twitter account got some activity this week. I posted on Twitter. And by posted on Twitter, I mean I shared one of our Instagram posts to our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's better than nothing. I'm eventually going, like, what do you even... I've never actively used Twitter, so I couldn't tell you what to do on there. I mean, everybody just shit talks on Twitter. Oh, I did watch The Social Dilemma, uh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Very worth watching, if you have not done that yet, listeners. We should discuss that 
We ourselves. We yeah, we will. <laughs> we will discuss that. But thank you again for listening. Bitch and a witch, as always. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. We hope you come back for more. Yep, we will see you guys next time. 